Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, excuse me, I burped. I, I tried to get it away from the microphone. I, I don't know if I succeeded in time. Time will tell. Um, the name of the episode we watched today was Competitive Wine Tasting. I feel like you're not nailing all these. Oh, I, nailed, I absolutely nailed that one. Are you insane? Come on. <laughs> what, what could have gone after competitive except for wine? Excuse you. I think you're just guessing. It doesn't matter. You're catching my lead and guessing. Excuse you. I, I got competitive right on time on this one. Answers on a postcard. You can go fuck yourself. This is the <laughs> 20th episode of the second Special season. Special thanks to Alex Machina, by the way, of Slackery.com, who did our theme song. Yes, and this episode was written by Emily Cutler. Are we doing the speed round style? I feel like we're going really quick. You know, it's hot today. It, it is a hot one. Uh, Emily Cutler, writer mm-hmm. of some of our favorites, I, I believe. Bro- sister of... There's yep, a fo- there's a football man named Cutler. Football man. I don't know his first name or what team he plays or if he's a current player. I just I have a football loving family and the name Cutler has seeped into my brain through them. That's scary. that's literally all the information I have though. Good. So this episode uh, overview. Jay Cutler. That was a that was a the league memory that forced that into my head. Okay then. Uh, it's just on a postcard if that is the football player's name. Overview of this episode. So we kind of have three storylines. Yeah. Uh, we have Britta and Troy. Yeah. They're taking an acting class together. Yes, sir. We have Jeff and Pierce. Yep. Uh, not intentionally, but they are taking a wine tasting class together. Yes. And then we have Abed. Who is taking the Who's the Boss class. Yeah. And uh, poor Shirley and Annie. Get shunted to the side. They just get nothing this week. Yeah. Um good yeah good overview thumb thumbs up okay. to that overview and to the this episode. episode starts the way that i love episodes to start which is with a dean announcement yes love it when that happens mm-hmm. uh he's making announcements about the last chance to add classes for the spring semester yeah the fun spring classes yeah uh which he says they'll have enough money to do if enough people uh pay to learn hopscotch <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty great and then annie she tells a joke about how she took a class on jokes. Yes, which that's which a I delightful love. Joke. I wrote it down. Yeah, it's clever. Uh, should we say it? You should say it. Uh, so should I just say it like she said, or should I describe it? Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, should I say it as if I took the class? Do your best Annie impression. <laughs> for, for the listener <laughs> there was what i would describe as a crude gesture suggesting that uh he had boobs i pinched the the, the nipple area of my shirt and i pulled it out that's what i did uh, i'm not gonna do any the joke is um she says she uh she quit the class after the section on setups uh because the professor was so old <laughs> and that's it it's great <laughs> great um, I have a note here about I a, Pierce. Okay. 
when they're actually, talking. you know what you we you mentioned that your notes were top heavy. A lot of notes in this first scene. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at even my short notes. Where this scene is very top heavy. This as is well. great, great first scene. Great intro to this episode. Uh, Pierce Pierce references. He says because uh, they're they're trying to decide what classes to take. Pierce says, uh, "I'll give you advice that my father always gave me. Yeah, on, or my father gave me on the night that I lost my virginity. Pick any of them; they all cost the same." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which let's can we talk about that? You know, that's not... I've heard of this sort of thing happening. I mean, sure. Uh, this also is, is... Have we... I don't... I've, uh, we've always talked about this, the, this in our personal lives. I don't know if we've talked about it on any podcast we do, but Lawrence Fishburne. Oh. That wasn't a prostitute situation, but that... It's for those who don't know. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne was recently on uh, Scott Free, Scott Thompson's podcast. And I say recently. It was a while ago at this point. Um, but it was Lawrence Fishburne told the story of how he lost his virginity and what it was, was, um, another family, uh, with a, with a, a, a woman daughter <laughs> in the family, uh, about the same age as Lawrence Fishburne, uh, came over for dinner. Lawrence Fishburne's dad made them a very, he was a, like a chef. He made them a very nice dinner, uh, you know, beautiful, nice summer evening. Uh, and then the, the, the daughter from the other family went upstairs to a bedroom and Lawrence Fishburne's father instructed him to follow her. And that was how he lost his virginity. It was this arranged thing between his parents and the parents of this, this woman. Uh, so, you know, it happens out there. Uh, uh and I, I think when you're, when you're the type of person that Cornelius Hawthorne is, uh, you don't, it, you don't necessarily need to find another person who will do it for free. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to phrase this without making it sound creepy and gross. I mean, yeah. Well, we can make Pierce and Cornelius sound creepy and gross because they're not real people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, Pierce, like, asked for it or knew? Like, what do you think the situation? No, I think. How old I, do you think Pierce was? I that's, think he that's was. Question number I think one. he was fourteen. Did he say that or no? No, but I think he was. I think he was young. too young. Yeah, yeah. And I think his dad sprung it on him. Okay. Because to we, toughen him up. I mean, uh, it was this season, right, where we saw the interaction between his, him and his father in that video, the mm-hmm. the old timey yes ad, like the outtake from the from the yeah. I think he was sick of Pierce's childish nonsense, yeah. and he said it's time to make him a man. Yeah. And when you're when you're a rich man, you can you can pay someone enough money to have sex with a fourteen year old. Okay. Okay. Do you know the story of how Charlie Sheen lost his virginity? No. He stole his father's car, Martin Sheen. Well, sure. And drove out to Nevada and 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 found himself a prostitute. Oh, okay. How old was he? Did, do you know? I don't have that information. Okay. This also might be internet urban legend. Okay. To just putting that out. There. The same way that Charlie Sheen uh, watched a video and thought it was, uh, he thought it was a what do they call those? A, a real life video of a person being killed. Oh, a snuff film. A snuff film. Yeah. He thought it was a snuff film, but it was one of those. Um, what are those called? Guinea pig films? What? You never heard of these? What do you say? It's a it's a film company or something. They release these films that look like snuff films. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, maybe I'm revealing too much. You're right? going on the, the you're, you're I don't know what. You're I have doing. friends who like horror films, so they've told me about these films that are made to look like snuff films. Okay. Well, I, I, Charlie uh, Sheen saw one and thought it was a real snuff film. Okay. That's but that's also one of those internet urban legends. Well, the we're, reason why we're I not say quite mine, sure because they it's part of the story is that he called the FBI. Like he just called the. I, FBI. I I will say I didn't actually hear mine on the internet. It was something that was told to me by a friend. Well, on a playground, right? Not on a playground, but uh, on Instant <laughs> Messenger actually on a, on like, Instant Messenger. Like, yes, so, on a playground, but we were adults. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess technically it was on the internet though because it was during an Instant <laughs> Message conversation. The uh, truth. 
Um, uh, you know, shout out to uh, if you if you know, <laughs> answers on a postcard. If you know if that is correct, how Charlie Sheen lost his virginity. My next note is about Troy's the Tro- Italian translation. No, I like that a lot. What was it? I don't even remember. Uh, somewhat. Well, they're they're doing specifically uh, Italian wine tasting. Oh yeah. And uh, when it's revealed that Pierce is also in the same class, uh, Britta says, "What's Italian for aha or haha?" <laughs> Uh, and and then Troy looks it up and like and they keep talking and Troy interrupts to say oh by the way it's ha ha <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of he does like God, a stereotypical Italian hand thing which is great um, he he talks about uh, the class that Britta and Troy are taking oh yes is called the actor inside do you and do you recall what Jeff said to uh, Troy in this moment well I mean to talk about foosball yeah yeah Jeff says you're waitlisted for foosball yeah he says foosball was full yeah yeah yeah. Uh, interesting. So this, at this point in the timeline, uh, Jeff would still hate foosball. It's weird that he would bring it up. Well, he knows that Troy likes it. Yeah. And he wants to jab him, maybe. <laughs> he wants to give him that little, you're stuck with Britta jab. That's true. <laughs> like, that's a fun... I thought you meant jab him in foosball, and I would say that's... Uh, no, 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 no. No, that's I mean, exactly, like, exactly verbally. not what... Yeah, I see what it's you're It's a saying. verbal jab. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Um, and I like that it's called the actor inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, they talked about in the commentary they were making, like, that acting class was making fun of... Uh, like actors yeah like that was the whole point of that <laughs> yes and and uh garrity yeah his his delivery Professor garrity yeah um there's another line here that references a uh a, a future episode yes but are we going to talk about that i in a second because right. i want to talk about the so then then abed says he had to wait to get into the class yes the who's the boss class yeah with the textbook is called who indeed a critical analysis of televisions <laughs> yeah. who's the boss which is great um do we want to talk about who's the boss now or later? Uh, later. Okay. So, yes, let's talk about this reference. Then you know what I'm talking about. It's a future reference. It's not... Yeah. At this point, it's a joke, and then later on... Yes. It's like a callback almost, but in a weird, dumb way, it's right? It's a callback, and it's all... It, it kind of... It, it it doesn't fit the continuity. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the the later callback. Yes. Yeah. So, there's a... There's a uh, why does Je- Troy bring this up? Uh, because Jeff and Pierce are arguing about who knows more about wine. Right. And uh, and Pierce brings oh, up his cellar. Yes. And then Troy mentions that in his cellar he has... Not in the cellar. He says he also has a... I believe it was... I thought it was in the cellar. Probably next to it. I mean... Yeah. Anyway, he has, uh, somewhere in Pierce's mansion where yeah. Troy's currently living in this season. Yes. Uh, he has a room with weird swings and saddles. He called it a special gym with yes. swings and saddles. Yes. And then Pierce said we don't talk about that. Yes. And then, of course, in the in season four, season four, in the Halloween episode where they explore Pierce's mansion, they find a sex dungeon. Yes, and Troy says, "Do you uh, recall the exact secret line? dogs?" Yeah, he says, "Secret dog." Like he doesn't understand well, why he's collars, the collars, yeah, and leashes, yeah. So he thinks that Pierce's secret dogs. Yes. So this, it, in that moment, the joke implies doubly that Troy forgot that this room existed. Or or the season four writing staff forgot that the previous joke existed. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 That was a good episode of That's What I'm Saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to shut up, Leonard. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, just I mean, is this joke? This joke is much better than the season four joke. I agree. Okay. And uh, some out there might hold my feet to the fire mm-hmm. because I made a big stink of saying Troy wouldn't be that naive to not realize that that's Sex Dungeon. Yeah. And here's why I think this, this joke works, works and the one in season four doesn't work is because we don't see it in this in, in this episode. Mm-hmm. So we, as far as we know, it could be ambiguous enough that Troy would, would not realize what it was. Yeah. 
whereas in season four, we see what is very obviously a sex dungeon. Yeah. And also, a uh, special gym. Yeah. I mean, maybe in Troy's mind, that's enough. That's what they call, that's what they call Dean on set. <laughs> special gym. <laughs> But in a, in a good way. <laughs> anyway, um, I also love um, so it, that the 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 like the end of the scene is another man's voice comes over the PA yeah. and makes an announcement, a heavily accented voice. Yeah, and then the dean comes on the the PA and says that he, he's thinking there's, there's still space in there. Yeah, there's still space in the PA announcements class and yeah. special thanks to Manuel yes. <laughs> for making that announcement. Uh, $10 an hour for the PA announcement <laughs> class. <laughs> They're just milking that money out yeah, of resources they, they already have. <laughs> it's clever. Uh, what is my next note on here? My next note is, is when is the wine class? Okay. Uh, my next note is the acting class. Which comes first? I don't wine know. class comes first. And mine's kind of a general note about the episode anyway, so. Okay, you do yours. Then. Well, this is the, this is the first real push towards a Troy Britta relationship. Okay, well we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the wine class is called Intro to Italian Wines, mm-hmm. which this is interesting because the name of the episode is Competitive Wine Tasting. Yeah, but the uh, class is a different. The class name. Is, has a different name, and then also well because the class is not competitive, they had to the, they had to insert competitive because Jeff and Pierce are competing. because Jeff and Pierce are competing. Yeah. Uh, and even, uh, in a way like Abed competes with the professor. Yes. There's a couple of competitions going on. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think that's, that's interesting that they normally they'll do a thing where the episode references like two of the classes somehow. Yeah. But this is, this is one class specifically. And then like an, a mood for the, the episode. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Uh, and <laughs> Chang's in the, in the wine tasting class because he says it's a room full of free coats. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Chang looks at a coat rack or a coat closet. Yeah. And says, Hey, free coats. <laughs> that's where his mind's at. Yeah. Which, uh, you, in this timeline, uh, coat check girl, uh, she hasn't taken over the coats. Situation no. Well, yet. this is all this. Was this a room at Greendale? Do you think it looked different? Oh, it was actually, I believe they even say it's, this is specifically the same restaurant. Well, from that's the previous episode. That's, at, that's later. But is that, is that the same place as the class? So. Okay. Yeah. I so think yeah. that's their that's their local fancy food place, yeah. <laughs> and that's just where everyone goes. Okay. Um, and then we're introduced to this woman, which yes. Jeff says that he can get in a second, and Pierce says, "Nah, she's mine." So Jeff goes over, uh, tries to make a move on this woman whose name is Wu Mei Honglong. Yeah. I don't remember the actress's name. Sorry. Nor do I. And uh, she was great, though. Yeah, he he Jeff does a line. Mm-hmm. Where he's he's talking about wine, and then he says, full, "Oh no, full body, lingering you. scent, uh, something about the nose." Yeah, uh, and she says, "Yeah, it's a good wine." He says, "No, it's talking about you." And then she says something like horrifically rude, but it's hilarious. Yeah, because because we know that Jeff's cut. intentions are not pure. Yeah, but also that's I mean that's a he's a cre- that's a creepy weird pickup line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Women I, I, would be charmed by that. I don't know some. Women. That's all. that's he the full body comment basically to me in my mind it's ba- it's it's half a step above if I said you had a beautiful body would you hold it against me? I think that line would work on me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and then uh, she ends up. Is that scene? Does she come on to Pierce or how does we find out later? Uh, we find out well, she, later. Well, about Jeff walks away. His Does excuse, Pierce go over? 
Uh, I can't remember. I know his excuse is that, yes, yes, because Jeff walks away and then she's up close, she's really homely. <laughs> and then I think after that, Pierce walks over. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's after the acting scene that we get the reveal. Yes. So did you have any more about the acting scene? Uh, not really. We can talk about it if you want, though. Uh, well, scene. do you remember Troy's acting names that he wants? Of course I do. Yeah. Trevor St. McGoodbody, <laughs> which I, I don't know if... The, uh, hackers don't use this information against us. Oh no! Uh, the sh- the shut up Leonard. Hey, don't. Say it's not that. a password. Oh, what? The sh- uh, on on if we have a Gmail account, it asks for a name, and mm. since our podcast doesn't have a name, the the technically the the, the quote unquote real name of the shut up Leonard Gmail account is Trevor St. McGoodbody. <sighs> you would. <laughs> and the other name is David. <laughs> Those are his two suggested stage names. Yeah. Uh. And then uh, when Garrity comes in, he gives his whole spiel. He wants everyone to get into a sharing circle or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants everyone to emotalize. Yes. <laughs> That's not a word. Yeah, Kevin Corrigan is really funny in this episode. He's so great. Yeah. Uh, and in the sharing circle, mm-hmm. you know, various characters are, are sharing their pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett got pushed off of a swing or something. Yeah. Uh, which This morning. <laughs> this, this morning. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't childhood. It was this yeah. morning. <laughs> Uh, Vicky tries to share and then she gets interrupted, which she's saying, every time I try and say something, I get interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Troy pretends that he was, uh, well, molested. first, the, well, at first they go to Troy and he yeah. says, it, oh, it was really hard being popular. <laughs> which he gets they, booed. Yeah. He gets booed. Uh, and then it goes to, uh, uh, Vicky and then he's like, wait, I was also molested. That's yeah. The, that's well, he says, my uncle touched me in my no, no, yeah. which is no, no juice was, uh, yeah. in the previous episode. Um, so then my next my next note is about Abed. I I love the Abed storyline. I didn't have I had no notes about it just cuz I I was just hey, this is this, my only note could be hey this is great. I have I have two notes on it. One okay. is now and then the other is at the end. Okay. What time is now though if I can ask you that? <laughs> okay, you two. <laughs> Wait, was that one of theirs? Uh, I don't know. How soon is now? How soon is now? Is, is that the, one of theirs? Yeah, how soon is now I think is the song that I was thinking of. Okay. I don't know if that's also a U2 song. I'm not sure where we are. It's a Smith song. Oh, I like it then. I am against it. So uh, in Abed's storyline, he's taking the Who's, Boss, the Who's the Boss class. The yeah. teacher, the professor, is Stephen Tobolowsky. Yes. Playing the character Professor Peter Sheffield. Yes. Uh, which on the first day of class, he asks, uh, let me ask a simple question. Who's the boss? Yeah. And then Abed has a definitive answer. Yeah, Angela. Angela. And then uh, he he laughs. He laughs at Ovid. He says, oh, you, you think it can be answered so simply. You're yeah. so simple. Yes. You're dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. He essentially says that Abed's dumb. Yes. Which which Abed just wants wants the knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so that sends him, you know. Well, it sends him on a quest to prove definitively that yeah. Angela is the boss. Uh, so I think we can skip over until the end of that. Yeah. We don't have to keep checking in with Abed. Yeah. Let's check in with the, the study group. Okay. The reveal. Uh, sure. When, when Pierce comes in with, uh, Wu Mei Honglong. Yeah. And says, uh, oh, hey guys, we're engaged. Yes. <laughs> he moves quick. That, yeah. Uh, that Pierce. Uh, which Annie thinks is romantic. Yes. Uh, which that's, you know, Annie. Yeah. Um, and so she immediately begins planning an engagement party. Yeah. Uh, Jeff immediately begins planning to expose <laughs> her mm-hmm. because uh, she's not attracted to him. How could she possibly be attracted to Pierce? Yeah. He, he just sees that as a total impossibility. Um, Annie mentions that Pierce married three of his wives after knowing them for just a month. Yep. 
which I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think that fits his character as well. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff says, oh, please, I had a three-way in a hot air balloon. I don't remember to what he says that, She's, but that's like a great... She says, Pierce is romantic. That's why you don't understand. He says, I'm romantic. I had a three-way in a hot air balloon. Yeah, which is, again, season four screwing up things. Yeah. Because isn't that like a thing where they're like, we've never gone in a hot air balloon? I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. They're also puppets in that moment, so mm. that, that's been ruined. That's not... Let's not think about it as much as we can. My next note is, is back with Britta and Troy in the acting class. Yeah. So, oh, someone mentions, I believe it's Abed, mm-hmm. mentions to Troy that Britta is attracted to broken yes. men, men with problems, because she wants to feel like she can fix them yeah. or heal them or help them or something. Yeah. Uh, and, and Abed says, Troy, have you realized this? And Troy's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like sheepishly. Yeah. Because he has. Of course. And he's into it. And this is also kind of a, a great replay of the storyline between um, Jeff and Abed. When Jeff had stolen Britta's phone and was texting her nephew, mm. uh, Abed is, is always becomes the person they confide in because he is safe to not rat them out. Yeah, and and because I would say they confided in him also partly because his his knowledge of these uh, inane sitcom situations. Yes, <laughs> even if they don't realize that's what they're thinking. Yeah, that's it's subconsciously that's why they're going to him. Yeah, they're in this moment. They're making bad decisions. They're going, Abed, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, let me ask you this. Huh. So at this point, we they they still haven't been fully exposed to the group Jeff and Britta as True. sexing each other up. True. Um, we we don't. We, I mean, I guess we don't know, but we can assume they're not monogamous. No. But do you think they are still having sex even at this point? Um, that's interesting. Because even okay, even, let's say you're in a non-monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you then also start another relationship with another key member of your core group of friends? Unless you're Britta and you make bad decisions, I guess. I mean, I don't want to play a game where I don't name names. Okay, well, let's just, let's, let's say, let's, let's imagine a world where we're all bisexual. Yeah. You and I are in a non-monogamous relationship. Okay. We're having sex. I mean, this is easy to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> and then I, I, I uh, let, let's say uh, Kevin is a friend of ours. Yeah. Both of us. Hmm. It would be weird if you then started having sex with Kevin as well. I don't know. I think you and Kevin have something special. Well, okay. <laughs> or I start having sex with Kevin, but I'm also still having sex with you. It's all non-monogamous and, and officially therefore allowed, but it's just kind of weird. I mean, I think, look, I'm going to word it this way. I think it's a bad play on Britta's part. Yeah. I mean, she makes bad decisions, but this is a different kind of bad decision. This yeah. is a, you know, I mean, people say you don't shit where you eat. Yeah. I don't think this is the case. I think it's a different kind of case. And that's why I'm wondering, but are, are but, is she still hooking up with Jeff? Um... You know, because they never mention it. I mean, it's so kind of like... We never know the exact point when they stop. They or, do stop. We don't know. even know their 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 um, uh, barriers, their limits, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Like, true. maybe in the beginning they were real hot and heavy, and then as it went on, like, maybe sometimes it was just hand stuff, and, other, and then it, it... Maybe it devolved, right? Yeah. Maybe it started big, yeah. and then it went down to just, like, every once in a while they'd make out behind a bush, and then, like, they were like, ah, oh, I'm good. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or like, uh, like, or, or it could be one of those, you know, uh, they're on each other's booty call list. It's, they're at a point where like, if, if they have a bad well, night. Well, yeah, well, I assume that would be the point yeah, that it I mean, eventually settled on. They have a bad night. They say like, Hey, it's up. What's up? Yeah. It's up. <laughs> it's up. It's That's up. the new version My of what's up. winner is up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can come over. That's not what I was saying, and, but and I like bring it. Bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to start using that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Uh, I know you're married and I'm not. Theoretically, you'd know more about women, but I'm going to say don't use that as a line. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, so, Jeff and, no, Troy and Britta. So, I mean, but on Jeff's end, um, I I mean, given his competition with Pierce over a woman, yeah. do, you, do you think he'd have the same reaction if he, if knew, he knew what was going on with, if he knew what was going on with Troy and Britta Absolutely and him yes. and Britta? I don't think he would like that. If he you think it'd be, do you think it'd be worse because Troy's younger and sexier? <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, that's, I mean, that's a, the theme in season that three comes is, up later. is Jeff not treating Troy like an adult. Yeah. And it came up earlier. It came up kind of in the, in the episode with Troy's birthday as well in this season. Yes. So, uh, yeah, and I, I think because Jeff still thinks of Troy as a child that it, he would he would he would definitely not like that if, if he knew they were hooking up while they he, he and Britta were still hooking up. OK. OK. Yeah, I can only agree. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Britta's making a bad decision. Yeah. Troy is an innocent because he doesn't know. Well, he's also lying to her. To her. <laughs> I wouldn't call him an innocent. <laughs> I think he's trying to do what Jeff would do. I think he sees Jeff as a role model. Yeah. And that's I wouldn't call that an innocent someone who does that. <laughs> OK. Uh, where are we? So they kiss. Yes. <laughs> Britta and Troy kiss. Yes. CFL hypothetical. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously that counts. <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention in an earlier, so in the season four episode, if uh, CFL was, if, if the community fantasy was going in season four, uh, it, it, when that, when that, uh, when Pierce's sex gym. Was, that would count as a callback. Yes. Would it? Yes. I mean, it's visual. The, I but Troy think... talks about it, so yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's a, that's a weird. Let's future move on because I don't want to talk about Seven Four. Okay. Seven Four. Uh, what do you have more after Britta and Troy kissing? Uh, I, my next line is about the Oprah line. Oh sure. Which is they're they're so they're having an engagement party. Yes. Uh, at the fancy restaurant. Yeah, and uh, there's this great. They talk about how great the line is in the commentary too, where uh, uh, Pierce's fiance. <laughs> Uh, Shirley says something and she says you're funny like Oprah and then Shirley says Oprah's not a comedian she's not funny and then she says no you're funny and you're like Oprah (laughs) and she does this hand gesture when she says like Oprah which is wildly insulting to both Shirley and Oprah I would say Yep. Uh, and then as they point out the commentary Shirley doesn't quite know how to react because she says that and then just walks towards her (laughs) in in like a weirdly friendly way Yeah. it's a really great moment and and, and kudos to to that woman whose name we don't know um at this engagement dinner yeah um it uh britta's getting mad at pierce Mm -hmm. because he's talking about something like he says the word cornhole he says the word cornhole yeah uh had you heard this word used in the context that britta's thinking that it is used that's what it means i have not heard that word well it seems like you've not heard yeah you just don't know the word is that common yeah, it was used in an episode of Arrested Development, so I'm going to call bullshit on you and say you have heard that word. That was cornballs. It was. Corn, the cornball was the name of the machine, yeah. which then in a in a comical moment, uh, Lucille uh, misspoke and said, everybody's laughing and having fun and cornholing except Buster. She said cornholing in that moment. Okay, I forgot about that moment. It's also, a good moment. Yeah, and also, of course, uh, Beavis and Butthead. I, I forget which one of them is which, but one of them has a caffeine-induced alter ego known as Cornholio. I knew about that. I didn't realize that that was the connection. Yeah. I thought that was just a funny word. No. Nah. Hmm. Sorry, bro. I don't watch Beavis and Butthead. Well, you, it seems like you were... Uh, I don't know what your playground life was like, but that's where I first heard the word. Yeah, no. I, didn't, I don't remember hearing it then. 
Yeah. On my playground, they said real curse words. Uh, I mean, yeah. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they said those on my playground, too. No, I had a friend who wouldn't say crap. But he would say crud. I think crud is less than crap. You think? Yeah. I thought it was worse. No, crud is lower on the scale. We're going to have to consult kids in mind. No, I, you're an insane person if you think crud is higher than crap. You're also the guy who didn't know what cornhole was, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, I just hadn't heard it. Like, I understood contextually yeah but i just i'd never heard that word what is there's some noise happening in my house right now that i'm unsure what it is i think someone's hanging something it's too fast for that it sounds like to me no it's like a drill sounds like a giant farting (laughs) good it is um yeah you were being attacked by giants that are farting uh please send help answers on postcard i've i've heard of gas giants but gassy giants thank you you talk for the rest of the podcast i'm out (laughs) i think you should send that to Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I think you'll like that. He'd love that. Um, I touched the microphone and it probably made a noise and I apologize. Yes, and I'm now doing my best impression of Matt Benson because he's not speaking for the rest of the episode. What? I don't get it. You're not going to speak for the rest of the episode? Isn't that a great impression? I'm doing so good. What is happening? <laughs> because you are speaking is the thing and I am also speaking. Yes, I'm a, speaking. It was a bit. You really want me to not speak for the rest of the episode? Okay. Can you believe this? I'm doing such a great impression. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Cornhold. Uh, I do have a question. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you obviously didn't get my joke, so come on. Let's let's go. Did, did, okay, so at the end of the Who's the Boss storyline, uh, Abed challenges the professor, and the professor says... <laughs> that uh why don't you just teach the class and so abed says cool 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 and then he goes on to uh teach the class he has a whole you know chalkboard full of equations and analogies and whatever ending with he's he says like uh definition wise like as someone who is in charge of someone as someone who has dominion as someone blah blah blah, all these different definitions uh angela right is that... You can talk. You told your joke. You're good. You're good. <laughs> really? I don't understand these threatening gestures you're making at me. See, it's not so easy. <laughs> uh, Angela, yes. Angela Bauer. <clears throat> yeah. I. Uh, we're going to talk about who's the boss right now. Okay. And what's your relationship to who's the boss? Never seen it. Uh, I only remember vaguely watching a few episodes on Nick at Night. I was a big taxi fan so uh uh you would think maybe the danza connection would make me want to watch who's the boss i mean he's tony and everything that's yeah, the funny thing but it never i uh, never went that far uh so here's here's my uh so anyway so Abed proves empirically that angela's the boss yes and then uh everyone leaves and then the professor uh we they mentioned this in the commentary there was an original scene written where the professor kills himself yes. because his whole life's work has been disproved yes uh and and people didn't or not people dan Harmon yeah. himself didn't like it because it meant that abed was implicit in a man's suicide <laughs> yes which is a fun joke but as they say in the comment it betrays the character which is not good yes and i agree with dan Harmon. Uh, i agree too i mean i think that would be terrible yeah. <laughs> uh so the only there's a remnant of that where he opens his drawer and there's a gun and then behind the gun is a book about what's happening yeah what was happening what was happening um here's my question to you 
what exactly did the professor believe? Did the professor believe Anthony was the boss? He believed the question was unanswerable. He believed it was unanswerable. Yeah. He believed that you needed to just explore the question? Yeah. Really? Yeah. R- really? Really. Really? Really. With Seth and Amy? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm getting this all from you talking to you to me, by the way. Not even <laughs> from uh, uh, Comedy Bing Bang. Comedy Bing Bang. So... Really? Because I remember the first time I watched this, I thought he thought Anthony was the boss. No, no, he th- he thought. The, but the... now I'm seeing that he does like he thinks it's unknowable, or at least that it's not as simple as an empirical answer. Yeah, he's he's seeing it as it's something that you must explore and tackle. Yes, which I think that's insane. Yeah, I mean clearly Angel's the boss. <laughs> yes. She's paying for him. Yeah. Uh, my my last note is about the besides commentary notes. By the way, uh, my my last note is about the tag. Well, what's your commentary notes? So I have an early commentary note. I don't even remember what this is, but oh, because they were doing a funny thing at the beginning when they were introducing they themselves, give themselves nicknames, give themselves nicknames, and then Joe Russo, Jake Arst, baby, Ost, Jake Ost, but Joe Russo made the joke, whatever his Joe the Roos Russo or something, yeah. but then he realized he should have called himself the Jupe. Because like it, it matched it matched some of their other nicknames. I know Donald was Donald oh, Danny the, glove, the Poop. Donald, what? Danny the Poop Poop. Oh yeah, and Donald the Glove Glover. Yeah. So Joe, he was gonna be he he was he realized he should have said Joe the Jupe. Yeah. As a Poop and Jupe, hmm. and then um, I can't remember. If, I think Danny Pooty recognizes that Jupe is the name of a men's cologne deodorant. Oh, I thought you were going to say a Jupiter spy. I'm like, they didn't even nope. do that on the Thrilling Adventure yeah. yet. Your theory here's, is not Here's the crazy thing. I love Jupe, but I can never find it. That's interesting. It's a great... I've never a, heard of Jupe. It's a great Outside deodorant. of the Thrilling Adventure hour. Uh, so look into that. Okay. Everyone at home. Okay. I endorse Jupe. Okay. And I'd like them to send me some. You because... heard it here first. Shut up, Leonard endorses Jupe. Okay. I use I, I use a brand that is I don't think is conventionally thought of as a deodorant brand. Mm. Would you like to guess? Arm and Hammer. No. Oh. Am I close? No. Okay. Gillette. Oh. They don't just make razors. They make a deodorant, and I enjoy I it. I believe it. Uh, yeah, I'm now I'm ping It's the best a man can get, did you know? <laughs> I'm ping-ponging around different deodorants and, uh, and colognes and things. Nothing beats Jupe. I'm a Gillette man. It's the life I'm living right now. <laughs> Can't find Jupe. All right. Uh, and, and then I, uh, of course, I have a the commentary note about the tag. Okay, well. When we get to the tag. I have one note before that, which yeah. is uh, just to say that I, when when uh, Troy confesses that he was not molested, uh, he comes up with a great term for butthole that I've never heard of, uh, which is plop plop. <laughs> so it's like, I'll never touch this plop plop, which I assume plop plop is butthole, I guess. Yeah. It, I mean, it it wouldn't really make sense for a, a penis for ding dong, but uh, but yeah, plop plop, I like a lot. <laughs> uh, and and we should wrap up the Pierce thing. Yes. So it is revealed that the woman she's trying to do a hostile takeover. She's of yeah. Wipes. Her her family Red Dragon wipes. It, it owns Red Dragon wipes, and they think that by marrying her, marrying Pierce, they could do a takeover of Hawthorne wipes. Yeah, which is the number one wipes in Asia. Yeah. And they want to be the number one wipes in Asia. And uh, Jeff reveals this in mm-hmm. a smug, satisfied way. Yeah. And then uh, Pierce gets mad at him. Yes. They have a talk. And Pierce says, you know, I was using her. Because she's young and hot. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff somehow convinces her to come back and go on a date with Pierce. Yeah, because they're both terrible people in the same way. Um, in my memory, she doesn't come back. 
at all in the series. Oh, no, I don't think she does. Uh, w- would you have been satisfied if they had gone through with some kind of storyline where they get married? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it would depend on how they wrote it. It, it. I don't I don't think that by itself is inherently a good or bad idea. Uh, hypothetically, as maybe a write-off for Pierce. Let's say Chevy wanted off the show. And that's how they do it. Yeah, let's say. <laughs> Theoretically, Chevy wanted off the show. Theoretically. I mean, clearly he's I still mean, I'm going to say show. no only because I, 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 spoiler alarm. I, I, you like how they did it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't say that I enjoy a hypothetical notion more than the real thing. Yeah. But I entertain the idea that maybe it would be good. Okay. It could have worked. Yeah. Uh, uh, the tag. Yes. Which I really like a lot. I like it a lot, but I noticed, and you know, I noticed that it could have been better. Well, here's the thing which about the they tag. talk about it in the commentary. So it, 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 in the main show, they set up the tag, which is that uh, Troy. <laughs> That's right. Troy set it up. <laughs> Troy's been show. is auditioning for for Garrity Show, which is an all black production of Fiddler on the Roof called Fiddler Please. Fiddler Please. <laughs> Sorry, not even Fiddler. Fiddler. Fiddler Please. Uh, what I like about that, I think it would be really easy because the tag is is us watching Fiddler Please. Yes, I think it would be really easy to just do a, a completely different show that is is the equivalent storyline. Yeah, but with black people. Yeah. Instead, uh, and just do like a, a a bad version of that. That would be funny. Mm. But what I think is so great and such a perfect choice is that it's still Fiddler on the Roof or Fiddler Please, as it were, is still a, sh- a musical about uh, Jewish communities in Russia. They're just inexplicably all black and, and using like black culture as part of it, which I, I think was a, a, a really smart choice and, and makes the tag for me. Uh, yes, I think that's that's where the comedy is. Yeah, but. But also they talk about how they kind of had to write the raps on set. You have to make it to time-wise to fit in this. They couldn't make it fit. They needed 30 seconds worth of rapping yeah. and singing. Yeah. And it couldn't quite. And you can kind of tell when you watch that there's, he's singing it a little slow. Yeah. He's not doing it as fast as you normally would. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a moment of silence before he starts doing a second like rap almost. <laughs> uh, but I think overall it's funny. Yeah. I, I like think the joke lot. works. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, uh, you know, it's a victim of time. Yeah. That's it. It happens. All right. Plugs. Uh, what plugs. do we do? We do plugs. 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 All right. Uh, so I have another podcast called Nerds I View. The View. Uh, which is myself and a couple of others. The guests. Talking about, uh, movies and stuff. The films. Mostly, mostly movies. A little bit TV. The television. Um, you, you can, if you listen, sometimes you'll hear Jordan Scott. The Scott. Sometimes you'll hear Matthew Esposito. The Esposito. Sometimes you'll hear Thomas Willett. Ta Willett. <laughs> I apologize. Good. I'm quitting this uh, extremely loose <laughs> reference to that old skit now. Sometimes you'll hear. I'm moving on. Matt Benson. That's a B. <laughs> and and others. I'm now transitioning and to a, more to a road ongoing racist Italian caricature. Uh, our most recent episode is a rev- features a review. That's a good review. Of Zero Theorem. That's a good the movie. Zero Theorem. Jordan and Tom joining me for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should listen to that because it's a good good film. I'm going to yeah. just endorse it wholeheartedly right here. All right. And we get into a really good, I feel like uh, there's a good discussion. You know who didn't like it is recent DLM guest Rory Scovel did not care for that of film. Of course he wouldn't. <laughs> Why are you taking down Rory Scovel? Isn't he the one who has an annoying laugh? No. Rory, I like Rory Scovel a lot. Which one has the annoying laugh? You're thinking of uh, Pete Holmes. Nope. There's a new guy who has an annoying laugh. Uh, maybe it is Rory Scovel. I think it is. I don't think it is. I like Rory Scovel a lot. I think he's a funny comedian. And he's on some shitty TBS show. Here's maybe this will jig your memory. Yeah. He's on like a shitty TBS show. That's my judgment. Not officially. He's his. on that one about the bar, right? 
No, the one it's about a, like a corporate office. Mm. And he it's like called the lower floor or something. Oh, is that is that what that's about? Yeah. Cuz I like how uh, Doug Benson kept making jokes about the title in that one that one time he kept calling <laughs> it like top shelf. Yeah, I forget what it's really called. Uh but uh, it, it, during his plug for that, he he just flat out said, "Yeah, if you don't like it, just turn it on and leave the room. That'll help me." <laughs> which uh, which I I really like. You know, a lot of great comedians end up on these kind of not great TBS shows. I like that he's out there. Like, you know what? Yeah, just it'll help me if you just leave it on and leave, and leave the room if you don't like it. Um, I I do want to note note the next Nerds Ivy episode mm-hmm. will be episode two hundred. Oh. And we're getting a special guest. Ground floor is the name of the thing. That's what I thought. It was. Are you teasing the? Are you not going to say? I'm not going to say. Will you tell me off air? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm only not saying because it's not 100. percent Okay. I don't want to get people's hopes up, but okay. we are honestly trying to get a really special guest. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to hear who you're talking about. Anyway, um, please check that out. That's next next week, episode 200. Mm-hmm. We'll be reviewing the box trolls. Mm, like which one's that? Like his third film. It's a stop motion. Like of the dog from who went into space? The, it's named after him. It's the company that did Coraline. Oh, and yes. Paranorman. Oh, yes. So they do the box trolls. Okay. They do them. So check that out. Nerds Eye View, NEVpodcast.com, at NEVpodcast, and my personal Twitter, at SameCool11. Check all those out. Uh, go to BenVNetwork.com. Check out all the shows I do on there. You know them. Uh, go to twitter.com slash Dr. Matt Benson. That's me. Uh, the show is at Shut Up Leaden Pod. Uh, the email to, to if you want to write us an email is uh, Shut Up Leonard Podcast at gmail.com. And you should do all those things to us on iTunes. You should rate us, you should review us, you should subscribe to us. That'd help us out. If you don't like the podcast, just subscribe to us and then leave the room. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you do a review or anything, we'll, we'll give you a shout out on the show. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.